All right, hello and welcome to It's Hard Out Here for a Pimp. This episode, I think, is going to be called Two Bowls and a Roach, because that is what I just had. And when I say two bowls and a roach, I mean two bowls of the sweet green and a little roach of something extra. And a roach, if you're not fully sure of what I'm actually talking about, I'm going to educate you on a little bit of um, cannabis culture. There are cigarettes. Those are bad for you. Don't smoke. Then there are marijuana or I don't like that word because I've heard the history behind it the history behind that word is a racist history and so I'm gonna try and only use cannabis and I've been (laughs) trying anyways cannabis cigarettes are better they're also called joints a joint when you smoke it down and you are unable to smoke the rest because, you know, your fingers could be getting burned by the cherry or the hot part, the end that has the flame on the now roach used to be joint. You out it and if you're like me, because you're not always able to spend the money... (laughs) You, you know, you use your little roach and you break it apart and you pop it in that bowl or in that other joint if you're really needing a joint and you just uh, go to town. And so, yes, as you could probably figure out, I am a um, cannabis consumer (laughs) and that's why part of my voice right now is a little groggy because, you know, sometimes you got to cough to get off. (laughs) Um, Alright, so yes, today's episode is actually about that and how it affects uh, people and artists in general. And I mean, as an artist myself, you know, um, it's not something that I would say that I need to be creative, but it is something that I enjoy to consume before I'm actually creative. So if I'm deciding that I want to paint something or sculpt something in particular and I feel like I'm not really sure about what I'm about to do, and I need to feel a little bit more free, a little bit more relaxed, a little bit more ready to just, like, allow the inspiration to take me where it needs me to go, I'll go ahead and I'll take a little smoke, a little toke, (laughs) and I'll feel relaxed, and right now I feel tremendously relaxed, um, to the point where I've already started my laundry. (laughs) Yes. So I'm about to, uh, you know, go ahead and maybe start on a piece that I haven't actually finished yet. It's a kind of eight by 11 uh, canvas. So it's just about the size of a paper, a piece of paper. It might be a little bit more, maybe 10 by 14. But uh, I painted it this really beautiful robin's egg blue kind of color. It's similar, but not. It's 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 quite similar. Um, and actually, that's quite an inspiring thought right there, that if there's a robin's egg, and I love eggs. Eggs are, eggs are quite amazing because without an egg, none of us would be here right now. Without an egg, nothing really would be here. Seeds are eggs, you know? Um, But, yes, 
I'm thinking about going ahead and just creating something while I am in this state on high. Um, however, I'm not going to do that right now because I'm recording and we're here to talk, not to make, uh, well, therefore making, but anyways, we're, we're, we're going a little bit off topic. Sorry about that. Uh, okay. So back to first thing that I want to talk about when it comes, well, second thing, sorry, that I want to talk about when it comes to cannabis and the creative process is how with some people, um, it doesn't work for them. For some people, it puts them in a not so good headspace. And, you know, cannabis isn't for everybody, just like how everything is not for everyone. There's, there's different things that will not work for you. And I think the beauty of being a human and being on the earth, being blessed enough to be on this earth for a long period of time is to get to understand the things that you do and don't like, you know, to understand what you need to thrive. And I mean, a lot of people don't actually pay attention to what they need to thrive. And that is really, um, it's kind of sad, honestly. And it's not that I feel sorry, like, oh, poor you. It's like, no, you have so much potential to understand yourself and to be proud of who you are and when you are proud of who you are you have no problems with other people because you already know what's going on for you you already understand how you will react or you get to a point where you feel like you will understand how you'll react to certain things but you're still open to the concept of you changing because you are a fluid being everybody is a fluid being who you are, your personality, what you have going on with you. There are certain anchor things that will be there for you. But, you know, there are other things about you that will change or that will grow or digress. It just depends. Your life will take you in many different ways. I mean, there are many things that happen to me Um, Like yesterday, I was driving and I almost got into an accident. But the way that it all happened, I was in a very fluid, calm state that I was able to avoid what happened. But if I wasn't, if I was anxious, if I was nervous, if I was out of control, I could have gotten into it. And the thing about me is that there, that is a possibility. I could have been like that. Emotionally speaking, I could have been in an anxious moment and therefore I would have ended up in a crash. But in the moment, I was in a very calm state. I mean, things weren't going the best, but I was in a calm state. So I was able to think clearly and get myself out of that problem that could have almost ended my life. Um... And a lot of people have problems understanding that they they will not always make the right choices. Like, you'll not always make the right choices. But it's a choice that you make. And you have to understand that choices you make are important to understand for you. Like, what you think about the choices you make. Not what other people think about them. What you think about them. I have been trusting my gut lately if you will my intuition my my sixth sense you know I've been trusting it more and more and when I tell you I feel things and I hear myself saying certain things even though I don't actually physically say it like you know like you you know the, the moment before you truly speak something 
that loudest itty bitty voice right before the actual words come out that you know what you're actually about to say that sometimes I won't be talking but that voice is so loud in the sense that I'm telling myself okay this is something that you feel is gonna happen or this is something that could happen and you just have to kind of go with it and just allow yourself to be moved by it but also keeping your eyes open because you can avoid certain things like a crash but thinking about how there could be so many different you know paths that your life take there are always there's always an option to a choice if i didn't swerve to the left and instead chose to go to the right because of whatever reason i would probably not be talking to you right now and that is a very eye-opening thought because things like this have happened on multiple occasions when i was a young girl um i was at vbs which is vacation bible school that (laughs) is basically where during the summertime around this time of year you would go and you would spend time with a whole bunch of kids your age older and younger um i have two older siblings um And we were there in this church that we went to as children. And I was hanging around my friends, but then I didn't really have that many friends because, you know, I'm I'm a strange person sometimes, (laughs) according to kids that are quote unquote normal. So I like to do my own thing. I'm a floater. I go around and I talk to a whole bunch of different people. I would talk with the little kids and play with them. I would go and find my brothers and the older kids and kind of hang around them and listen to what they would be talking about. And one day, um, my brother decided to go outside with his friends because, you know, they allow us to go outside too. Like, you can't spend the whole time outside, but you can be outside for a little bit and you can decide when you go outside. But you just have to let an adult know, that kind of thing. And so my brother was kind of my guardian in a sense, but also he wasn't really trying to pay attention to me because I'm his little sister and he's with his friends and he doesn't want to, like, watch his little sister. He just wants to hang out, you know what I mean? But me being who I am was like, I'm just going to follow along. I'm just going to follow along. Like, I had mentioned I was there, and he was like, yeah, whatever, go play with your friends. And I was like, no, I'm going to stay with you. So I started walking, and as I was walking, there's like a little um, driveway, like a little drive pathway around the church, and there are parking spots all around the church as well. Um, But this is in kind of like an industrial area, so there are other... Uh, establishments and businesses that are attached to the church itself like to the unit like they're in a unit of a a whole building um and the largest unit in the whole building and they actually took over a lot of the uh, units in the building broke down walls and things like that but anyway so sorry about that slapping noise that's me slapping my knee because sometimes when I get excited about a story and I start talking I started slapping myself apparently anyway so Um, we were walking outside and I was following behind and, uh, my brother started crossing the street with his friends and I just started crossing too. Cause I'm like, Oh, well, if they're in the street and if they're doing that, then I'll be fine. But as I took a step out into that street and I got right about into the middle, this car was swerving around the corner and stopped. No lie inches from my body just stopped dead stopped 
two inches from my body, two inches to the point where I could, I didn't even have to do anything. I could feel the heat from the grate on the car, on my tiny little body. I think I was like eight, something like that. I was, I was quite a young girl. I I might not even been eight. I might've been seven, you know, like I was young. Um, and yeah, I was literally face first with this grill on this car Yeah, it was quite a scary moment for me as a child, but at the same time, I didn't cry, I didn't scream, I just kind of looked at it like, I could have died just there. I mean, I could have died, like just now I could have died, you know? And by thinking about that, I don't know about what you think uh, or feel about, you know, a higher power, but I like to call it God. You can call it whatever you want to call it, but I believe in a higher power. And that higher power, I think, was trying to let me know life is fleeting, young lady. Life is very, very fleeting. And you need to take control and do what you want to do. Do what you need to do because apparently you have something to do. So... I decided to really um, hone crafts and do what I, I like to do. But the problem with who I was as a child was that I wanted to please. I wanted to please everybody. Um, I wanted to make sure that everybody was good, everybody was okay, you know, super caring, super loving. And I'm still that way. But I do it less about other people in the sense that I am not going to put myself out to make sure that you're happy or good. Because if that means that I'm going to compromise me, Kathy Lee, for you, that means that I'm not actually caring about you because I need to make sure I'm good before I can care about you. Like, and I mean that in all love legitimately because wouldn't you want someone if you have a problem or an issue and you really need to talk to someone wouldn't you prefer that that person kind of feel free and clear of some of their stuff so that they can actually be listening to you and not be thinking about their own crap because that happens to me if someone comes to me and I'm you know I'm in my own moment and they're in their own moment but they want to talk about it and I'm I will listen, but sometimes I lose what they're talking about because I'm thinking about my own stuff. And that's not the way that you can help somebody. You can't, you can't be there for someone if you're not there for yourself first. You know, even in an airplane, okay, they would tell you to put the air mask onto yourself before you put it on your child. Your child. That is the fruit of your loins. Your child, okay? <laughs> they tell you to put that mask on yourself first before you touch your baby. Because why? If you are not okay, how are you supposed to help your child? You know? So, <clears throat> you really do need to focus on you. And the way I focus on me, many, many things. Like today, I did a good deep cleanse on my hair. I have dreadlocks and they are, they're, I mean, they're kind of waist length. Like they're just uh, a little bit below my waist. And, you know, I haven't done a good cleanse on them. And today I was like, you know what? I'm going to try something that I saw as a 
a quicker way because, you know, I'm in a, a different um, place than I normally am. So it's somewhere that's av- it's something that's available for me to try. And I was like, okay, sure. I mean, you know, and you know what? I'll tell you what it is. It's Dawn. Dawn Soap. I mean, I'm not uh, sponsored by them or anything like that. But I truly, truly, truly do enjoy the result. It feels really clean. And I mean, like, I could see a lot of the stuff coming out. And I purposefully did it in a basin because I really wanted to see, um, you know, I kept changing the water. But I could just see as the water was getting cleaner and cleaner. And it was really interesting to see. um, Because that means that my hair was getting cleaner and cleaner. Uh, So, yeah, yeah. uh, I washed my hair in a really nice, cleanly way, you know. Not just the roots and not just, you know like squeezing it out in the shower like I would normally do and just like rinse it out and whatnot like I really scrubbed and got in there and soaked my hair and I really got it good and yeah as a black woman which I am a black woman as a black woman it is important to take care of you because a lot of people don't care about you And they don't outright say it, but it's just in the way that they will treat you. And it could be in a comparison way, which is not good. You know, I am 100% guilty of comparing myself, especially in moments that I shouldn't. Um, And that is a lesson that I'm still trying to learn. And in fact, I am learning it more and more every day because the more I'm allowing myself to recognize the patterns that I have, the easier I feel like it is for me to control or to change choose a better reaction you know because a reaction is a choice um sorry no a response a response is a choice so I get to choose how I respond to it a reaction is the initial feeling the initial you know whatever it is and you have to take that reaction and decide how you're going to respond and that is something that I have been working on for I mean I will say my whole life (laughs) And I'm a young woman, you know, of a certain age. I'm a very young woman. But I have a lot to learn. Not even but. I have a lot to learn. (laughs) Because I'm a young woman. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I wash my hair. I scrub my body. I mean, I sit in the tub and I give myself a good scrub. And then after I take a nice, lovely hot shower and it's just like, ugh, baby smooth, baby smooth, you know? And then you gotta moisturize yourself. I like to use coconut oil. I like to use vitamin E oil. I like to use rose water. Um, I'm gonna try and distill my own rose water soon, which is very exciting. I just have to find some organic roses. That's my only problem because right now I don't have money for, uh, organic roses. Really? organic yeah organic okay you may be wondering why but let me tell you a little something about rose water okay rose water you be putting that stuff on your body and that's your epidermis okay do you know what an epidermis is that's your skin honey an epidermis is your skin okay that skin is the largest organ on your body it covers everything everything okay and that soaks up everything everything that you leave 
on your body, on your skin for long periods of time, it soaks it in, okay? And guess who has to filter that out? Lovely liver. Your liver. That big old red thing that a lot of people don't like with onions. And to be honest, that's good for you. And women, if you have low iron, I do suggest that you eat liver as well as green things lots of green things you might need to take an iron supplement but you know try not to overdo it but definitely because it'll help with your periods anyways so you need to get organic roses because you're putting that stuff on your body and if you get the regular roses like two three four dozen roses at a regular uh uh florist you are going to be getting all the chemicals all the pesticides all the things that they've put onto it to make sure that no bugs come and try and eat at the beautiful petals because i'm sure that rose petals taste amazing because they look amazing so um anyways and actually, yes, rose water, like edible rose water, yeah, it has a very interesting, distinct flavor, and it is quite nice in certain things. Um, but yes, so I want to make my own rose water, but mmm, 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 girl, mmm, that is hard to do when you gotta find you some organic roses. So if anybody knows about any organic roses out there, <laughs> help a sister out. Uh, let me know where I can find them. Um, anyways, so yes, I, I moisturize my skin with coconut oil, vitamin E oil, with rose water. Um, in fact, I'd put the rose water on first because it's rose water. Then I'd put the vitamin E oil and then I would put the coconut oil on top. Um, let's see, what else do I do to self-care? Oh, I paint my toenails sometimes. I don't really care too much about painting my nails, my fingernails all the time. Like, I love fingernail art. (laughs) If you knew me in high school, you would know I used to do fingernail art all the time. Um, you know, and all of that. But after a while, after a while, It can be nice to just have your own natural nail. And I like what my nail beds look like. I mean, I think they look quite pretty and long and really healthy. And so I like to show them off. (laughs) But my toenails, however, I ain't a fan of them. So I make them pretty. I enhance them. Um, I play my ukulele. I really enjoy playing my ukulele. It actually, it gives me a sense of accomplishment and I can feel the dopamine like coursing through my my veins while I'm playing. Now, this is not me saying that you have to go ahead and play the ukulele. You can if you want to. But my point in all of this is saying if there's something that you have always wanted to do, If there's something that you're not exactly the most fond of, you know, you can do something about that. You can change that. You know, I'm not saying that you have to go under the knife if you don't have it or if you don't want. Like, you don't have to do any of that. But you have choices. You have choices. As an artist, you make artistic choices choices so you have a choice when it comes to many things in your life you just have to recognize what those choices are sometimes you don't have enough time to make a truly educated choice 
based on your own knowledge of the situation. And sometimes you do. When you do, take that time to make a truly educated choice, something that will work for you and be okay with the outcome because it is always a learning experience. Okay, hon? It is always a learning experience. Don't allow yourself to be down because you made the wrong choice. Mm-mm. There is no such thing. No such thing. It is a learning experience. Okay? Now, of course, when it comes to some people, if death happens to be at the end of that choice, then yes, you will feel like it is the wrong choice. But this is going to sound harsh for a lot of situations. This next thought is going to sound harsh, but it's just their time. Sometimes it feels like there's no rhyme and reason. And guess what? As a human, I could tell you that. Yep, there is no rhyme or reason. For some of those terrible moments. But that's the way life goes. That's the way life goes. Okay? Let's move on to a different subject. <laughs> Let's see. Two bowls and a relch. What else? Mm. Ooh, let's see. How about we talk a little bit about, or I talk a little bit about, where I'm coming from as far as my art is concerned and some of the things that I'm working on right now. So, I already mentioned the... uh, possibly 10 by 14 sized um, canvas that's that beautiful robin blue Um, I'm not sure what I'm going to do with that but I was talking about an egg because the robin blue egg Uh, uh, can you see the connection there I might do something with that not sure but definitely going to try something um what next oh I was gonna work on a couple of poems or songs not sure because sometimes they turn into and it's really lovely to have the ability to now to have the ability to play something that can help me flesh out ideas for songs and things now this is not me saying that I'm trying to come up with an EP or an album or like go on tour no no this is just me making music because I want try it like <laughs> I want to try it I want to do it I I do I want to I mean maybe at some point I'll feel confident about the songs that I write whether they be lyric wise or music wise and I'll be able to possibly collaborate or sell some of that um that would be amazing but that is not my goal right now because I'm I'm still a novice and I'm enjoying the learning process of just trying (laughs) it's really nice to just try sometimes you know and I mean it it can be frustrating I've heard for a lot of people as well as myself that it can be very frustrating to try something new um And I think what comes with the frustration of trying something new is because you didn't choose to do that something new. Somebody else chose that for you. And you just went along with it thinking that it was your choice. That is 
why I feel like I would have made the wrong choice, the wrong, I would have done the wrong thing, you know, but in the end, right, you have to live with the consequences of the choices that you make. And while you are doing that, just know that next time you're going to try something, make sure you really want to do it. Because if you don't really want to do it, it's going to feel horrific. It's going to feel frustrating. It's going to feel hard. It's going to feel wrong. And you're not going to want to do it. But if you're determined to do something, then it's okay if you get something wrong because you're like, whatever, I'll just try again. Now I know that, you know, moving a little to the left ain't right. Now I know that strumming that way is a little more comfortable. Now I know that holding G with three fingers instead of two (laughs) is much more comfortable um, in the long run and a cleaner sound. You know, like you you make mistakes and sometimes you have to change like that example I just gave I was holding down the chord G uh with two fingers because I have I have relatively large fingers and relatively large hands so I was able to you know bar um three strings with one finger pad and then hold down you know that little middle string or whatever and I (laughs) I was doing that for a long time and it would make transitioning between notes and things a lot more comfortable for me. But at the end of the day, when I was starting to try and learn finger picking, which I am just starting and it is sounding pretty good so far, which means if I keep it up, then I'm going to be able to do some really cool things. But, um, yeah, I started to hear how muddy uh, the sound was and I didn't like that I didn't want it to f- to sound muddy I wanted it to sound clear and crisp and what each you know what each note is supposed to sound like so I've been teaching myself to hold G correctly and it's been it's been hard because now I'm teaching myself like I, I cheated you know before and now I'm having now I'm suffering the consequences that was a choice that I made I made to cheat I was told a little bit on how to hold it correctly at the beginning but I didn't choose to do that I chose to do it my way because I'm like whatever music is music it don't matter and yeah you know what in theory it doesn't matter but there are rules for a reason you have the rules to help you create a foundation something to help you to have a sturdy place to stand and then after that you can go nuts (laughs) because now you can break the rules but you can break the rules while still keeping the rules you know what I mean like you can do something just a little bit different and a little bit new but also it fits because you know what the rules are so you still have an essence of those rules and so that's what I cheated myself out of I didn't I didn't do the rule I didn't do the rule and because I didn't do the rule now I have to reteach my mind and my body my fingers to do the right thing so yeah don't cheat yourself out make try to make choices that are going to work like I know and it's usually the harder choice (laughs) it's usually the harder choice okay Usually the harder choice is the wrong choice. 
Now, sometimes it's the easy choice, and that's why it's so hard to know. But that's why you have to keep making choices and keep understanding that it's a learning experience. Because if you give up on yourself after making a quote-unquote bad choice, baby, you you just you're never going to advance. You're just never going to advance. And I mean, if you're okay with mediocrity, if you're okay with being not the best you, then okay, do what you need to do. That's fine. I am not here to stop you. In fact, that is you being the best you. By you not wanting to be the best you, you're just doing whatever you want to do. And it's like, okay, cool. Don't be the best you, cool. Whatever. That Your choices are not going to affect me. That is something that a lot of people don't understand. Is that your choices, when it comes to you and personal you, you... Your choices have nothing to do with me. Because I can always make my own choices. Now, of course, there are some people that are attached to you and you're like, oh, but their choices, they do affect me. And you know what? Yes, there are some people, some scenarios, some situations where a person's choice can, in fact, affect you. But you know what you can do about that? You can always continue making your own choices to make your life as good as you can you know as good as you can I feel like at the end of this I'm hungry I got a little something something to make I'm gonna try and do that uh, egg and rice thing for lunch I mean I already got everything all set up and ready to go I'm gonna go cook and watch some Steven Universe because I have been catching up because I love that show. And it is part of the reason why I even wanted to play the ukulele in the first place because you gotta love Rebecca Sugar and all the music that she creates. And I mean female creator, you know? Girl power. All right, well, that is officially the end of episode two. Two bowls and a roach. Um... That's uh, that's pretty nice, huh? Got two. Got two, Kathy. You got two. Well, girl. Or boy. Person. Loved one. Beloved. <laughs> I hope you have a great and wonderful day. Uh, I enjoy you and your presence. And I thank you for listening because you didn't have to, but you did. Thank you, boo-boo. Peace.